0: Welcome to the movie score. Welcome to the Movie Score, the podcast where we discuss to debate films. I am your host Benjamin Barber. I am joined once again by my sister and co-host Maribeth.
1: Hello, everyone. Apologies okay. for Ben sounding a little drunk at the moment. Oh,
0: okay, let's do this again. <laughs> you know what to say now. Does anybody know the place that's really, really hot?
1: The Netherworld.
0: Hades. <laughs> We've been going through Hades trying to get this episode recorded. Okay, so we plugged everything in. I am recording. No, <laughs> we plugged everything in and something was wrong. We sounded terrible. It just wasn't working. We Very staticky. Staticky, far away. Nothing worked. But something happened. Uh, we decided not to record today. We I unplugged everything and I plugged it back in and then all of a sudden it works. So then we decided... It's a miracle. So then we decided, okay, let's record. Finally got all of our notes back together. <laughs> We started. I was so happy. Everything was going perfect, and I realized we weren't recording. So then we well, had. To thankfully, start.
1: we only got through like the first thirty yeah. seconds. So before uh, you realized your terrible mistake. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm
0: okay now.
1: <laughs> I think this is the most stressed out you've ever been.
0: Oh, uh, dude, I was mad.
1: <laughs> I was... could tell.
0: <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're here. We're here. Welcome to episode ten. It's ten. We reached ten. Woohoo! Hardly we reached ten. <laughs> barely. Okay so so how have you been i'm i'm doing okay yeah
1: i, I don't have to wear any more splints I'm that's, good. Good. that's I'm, good i'm a Smegol is free
0: <laughs> wow well, <laughs> well not quite free yet but <laughs>
1: well now but halfway you're i there. got a long way to go but at least i don't have to wear anything anymore as I far hope as you're still gonna wear splints. your clothes Well, yes, of course. (laughs) But I don't have to wear anything on this arm anymore.
0: Oh, man. I'm so happy right now because we we finally figured it out. I feel like we can record. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, uh, yeah, the microphone. And we have music now. We have intro music. We do.
1: We have an introduction.
0: So tell us what y'all think of that. Okay. Shall we start? We should because this is a somewhat
1: complicated episode. and We should explain what we're doing.
0: So (laughs) I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. Or the week before. Or the last episode. The last episode or the episode before. Um, we came up with a thing of, uh, you watch one of my movies from my movie collection, and I watch one of your movies from your movie collection. And movies
1: that neither one of us had seen before.
0: Yeah. So. And the other person owns. Right. So, Meredith gave me... Patterson. Patterson. Because I've never seen it, and she thinks I should see it.
1: And it's one of my favorite films.
0: Yeah. So...
1: And Ben gave me
0: the Scorch Trials. Okay, for a few reasons. Okay, (laughs) Marabeth Barber hates zombies.
1: I hate them with a vengeance.
0: (laughs) And this was really the closest. They're pretty close. The bad guys in this movie are pretty close to zombies.
1: That's as close to zombies as I want to get. If there's something else.
0: So the Scorch Trials is the second Maze Runner movie. Yeah. Which I had seen the first one. Yeah, she had seen the first one, and I'm not really a huge fan of the second Maze Runner movie, The Scorch Trials. that's okay. I didn't think it was that good. But anyway.
1: But you wanted so, me to watch it.
0: I wanted you to watch it mainly because I didn't really like it and you hate zombies. <laughs> Which so is I, kind
1: of funny because I gave you one of my favorite movies, but you gave me a movie that I didn't like. So it's going to be very interesting to You gave me discusses. a movie
0: you should know that I wouldn't like.
1: Oh, I thought you would like it. I mean, like, I, I really genuinely thought when I gave it to you, I thought, well, there's a chance that he might not like this. And then there's a chance that he would like this.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about that. So, are we
1: going to i mean okay what? so I, I, I feel like we're gonna have a, an interesting discussion here because although what am i trying to say i guess what i'm trying let me just cut to the chase okay can i defend myself if you don't like the movie that i gave can Absolutely. I, can i explain yeah. why i like it okay then we're good
0: <laughs> so mammoth is gonna go first
1: edge before y- beauty y- yeah
0: <laughs> okay, so forgive us as this episode is kind of scrambled, and it takes longer or shorter because we've had a hard time getting through this. Okay, so let's <laughs> We've go. had a hard time. Give us okay, grace. Yeah. So, yeah, and just remember, <clears throat> it has to be 30 minutes, so don't let's not go long into each movie. Okay. So, hit us, boy.
1: Okay, so we're talking about the Scorched Trials, first of all, which is, as Ben said, the second in the Maze Runner series. It's a trilogy. There are three movies. I had seen the first one uh, last year, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't particularly enjoy it because I felt like he just kind of jumped into it and didn't know any of the characters, and I like a little bit of background before that. Yeah. But this is the, uh, the synopsis for The Scorch Trials. Transported to a remote fortified outpost, Thomas and his fellow teenage gliders find themselves in trouble after uncovering a diabolical plot from the mysterious and powerful organization Wicked. I wouldn't trust anybody called Wicked, but that's neither wow. here nor here there. With help from a new ally, the Gladers stage a daring escape into the Scorch, a desolate landscape filled with dangerous obstacles and crawling with the virus infected cranks. The Gladers' only hope may be to find the right hand, a group of resistance fighters who can help them battle Wicked. Uh, this movie was released in September of 2015. It had a budget of $61 million and actually, you know, The USA box office numbers is um, almost 82 million, and worldwide it made about 300 million. It was directed by Wes Ball. And so. What's his name? Wes Ball.
0: Wes Ball. Yeah, apparently
1: um, this was like his debut series. Mm -hmm. Um, Characters. I'm going to run through some of the major ones. Dylan O'Brien plays Thomas. Yep. Kaya Scoladario plays Teresa. Thomas Brody Sangster plays Newt. (laughs) Cue the tears. Because, (laughs) as I'll I'll go ahead and say, I couldn't stop at this movie. I had to go ahead and watch the third one. So I have many tears for Newt. Um, And then, let's see. You have Patricia Clarkson as Ava Page. Mm -hmm. And Alan Tudyuk as Marcus. He's a pretty big name. He is in... um, Rogue One. He's in some other other famous movies, so yeah. okay. I know him from Rogue One and so anyway. Those are the big names. But there are all other characters whose actors names I, I didn't mention. Oh, it was Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Uh, uh, playing how you say his name. Oriye?
0: Oriye? Har- I don't know.
1: Anyway, I know him from The Mandalorian. He yeah. plays Moff Gideon who captured Baby Grogu.
0: Yes. (laughs) Anybody who puts Baby Grogu in. When he popped up, I was
1: like, oh, it's him.
0: If you put Baby Grogu in danger, you're my friend.
1: (laughs) So do you have any questions for Mm -hmm. me about this movie?
0: Who's your favorite character?
1: Who's my favorite character? I really, well, Newt.
0: Newt. Newt's dead. (sighs) Sorry.
1: spoilers. Um, Newt is is an absolute sweetheart. And although Thomas is technically the leader. Yeah. I think Newt was the one that kept everybody going.
0: hmm Yeah, I can see that.
1: You know, he was more of the inspirational figure, but also the most compassionate and yeah. tender with the younger kids. So I would say that he's my favorite. And then I really do like Thomas. So. Okay. So anywho's shall I go into the themes or sure. do you have any yeah. other questions? Okay,
0: first, what was this most scary scene?
1: Oh, when Brenda and Thomas are in those tunnels.
0: Oh yeah, and, and you first see. You that's when you first see the, first seen the them?
1: cranks, and she calls them full term, which is like the last stage of the virus that yeah. turns people into zombies. And it was so scary for me that I had <laughs> to like minimize the window on my yeah. computer and make, make it as small. tiny as it. Could possibly be so that I could feel like I was in control of what I was saying.
0: And I told you to watch it in the dark.
1: And I refused.
0: So she backed <laughs> out of that like, one. I was like, no,
1: I'm not doing that. Sorry. Even if I wasn't um, confined, basically, to the couch yeah. and, and could go somewhere else, I had not nix to that. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> um, but, the, yeah, that was that was terrifying. That was way scarier than anything I saw in The Quiet Place. People yeah. who think The Quiet Place is scary are weak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Compared to this.
0: You just told a lot of people we know that they're <laughs> weak people. Wow. Okay.
1: Compared to this, yeah. Sorry, you think our
0: people. mom is weak?
1: Mom did, but she was, she was mom, okay with the mom quiet Mom thought place. it was scary. She thought it was suspenseful. She didn't think it was scary. Okay. She'd have thought this was scary.
0: Okay, so let's go into it.
1: <laughs> the themes? Yes. So this is, is a very interesting a um, couple of movies to watch right now because we're in the middle of a pandemic, yeah. of course. So, to see people walking around the streets in this movie with masks on mm-hmm. and the virus is mutating and it, it, people are questioning whether the government's handling of it has been appropriate. Yeah. <clears throat> very, very interesting to watch. So, it brought up questions of medical ethics. Yeah. Um, how far can, should, will people go to survive? But it also brought up the question that um, you know is kind of brought to the forefront by Spock in Star Trek, where he says the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And so this movie kind of makes you ask that question because you have a small group of teenagers who are immune. So the question becomes: Should we harvest their brain matter in order to manufacture this antidote?
0: Yeah. Against and save the virus a lot more people.
1: And save a lot more people. But they're murdering these kids. I mean, these kids have not given themselves willingly to Mm -hmm. Wicked, the organization that's trying to find a cure. Um, So you ask yourself, okay, so do the ends justify the means? Mm -hmm. I think the message of the movie is no. You can't do that to people, especially shouldn't do it to children who have no um, ability to defend themselves, really. Yeah. plus the government was deceiving them as to what they were actually doing that was the whole point of why Thomas got stuck in the glade in the first movie was because he rebelled yeah um, so that was a very interesting um, a very interesting and appropriate theme for our times I don't know that I would have enjoyed these movies as much if I didn't have that background
0: yeah I can see that of,
1: of experience <clears throat> also um to borrow slightly from the third movie the death cure what happens when the government becomes too powerful in the midst of a pandemic uh who gets to decide who to save who gets to fashion a future of our making which these are quotes from one of the antagonists jansen you know when you when they realize that the virus is airborne and he realizes that spoilers thomas's blood is the cure he's Fully ready to harvest Thomas's blood, not to s- try and save as many people as he can, but to save the people that he thinks are worthy of being saved. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of lots of good things. Yeah, to, to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it was much more, in a way, um, realistic and believable than the Hunger Games. Because of the, and maybe it's because yeah, because we're going through this yeah. right now so these things are popping up all over the yeah. place in discussions in the outside world so so should i go ahead and give my rating <laughs> i feel like i've yeah. talked
0: a lot <laughs> uh, no no you no, you're keeping great time we okay. like we're only 12 minutes in
1: okay okay so should i go ahead and give my rating or shall we wait until the end of the episode and we will give? get no, right?
0: yeah you, you can give your rating if you have, don't have any more things yeah give your rating
1: okay so i give this a middle of the ground five okay um, I don't feel like it deserves anything higher than that, but it was better than I expected.
0: Okay. I I'm didn't, surprised. I didn't
1: really enjoy the first movie. I bet I would enjoy it more now that I know the whole story. Okay. Um, very, like I said, very scary one scene, way scarier than anything I saw in The Quiet Place. Points for knowing the characters better than I did in the first one.
0: So yeah, I you know- learned a lot more about the characters. Oh, yeah.
1: I really like the characters a whole lot more now because I, I know, I know them better. Yeah. Um, also points for Thomas being a far more likable hero than Katniss Everdeen, by whom all dystopian heroes are measured.
0: Yeah.
1: He's way more relatable. He expresses himself more. Um...
0: Yeah, he's got more personality. Oh, bro. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he weeps. He laughs. He cries. He uh, he gets angry. Katniss
0: wept a lot, dude.
1: But that's all she did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, sis.
1: You know, i like a little bit more emotion from you mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, and you got the feeling that all the people that Thomas was around really loved him, too. Yeah. Minho really loved him. Newt really loved him. I think Teresa loved him.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Brenda certainly did.
0: <laughs> See, dude, I don't, I don't know. I need to watch it again because I don't remember there being a whole lot of romance between him and Brenda. Well, I
1: don't think it's necessarily a whole lot of romance between them so much as it's on her part. And it's a little—it's pretty much unrequited because he's always got a thing for Teresa.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, she even when they when they're kind of drugged in the Scorch Trials and and she kisses him. Yeah. And he pulls back and he goes, "You're not her." And poor Brenda, the pain on her
0: face. She's like, <laughs> poor child. Dude. I, I kind of want to go back and watch this. You made me want to watch this because I remember so much more scenes that I forgot. Yeah,
1: you should, you should go back and watch I it. I watched
0: all three of these like on the around Christmas. Like I watched it. Last time I watched a Scorch Trials was on Christmas Eve.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would go back and watch them again because like I said, there's some questions and themes in it that are very p- applicable and
0: yeah, um,
1: thought provoking.
0: So you give it a five. I'd give it a five. I thought for sure you'd give it a Five to me is... Three.
1: It's not great, but it's not bad. It's
0: mediocre. Mm, yeah, I mean... What does mediocre mean again? I want to make sure middle I'm... Middle of not, the ground. Yeah, that's what I thought it meant. I just yeah. want to make sure I wasn't saying... It's nothing outstanding. It yeah.
1: La, La Land is better. But La La is yeah. also very different.
0: <laughs> but, well, they're practically the same story. <laughs> oh, I mean, Lala right. Land and the Scorch Trials. <laughs> okay. So, that was you reviewing my movie.
1: Yeah. Shall
0: I go into reviewing... Your movie. I'm
1: so nervous.
0: Patterson. (laughs) Starring the man himself,
1: Uh. Adam
0: Driver. Okay. I'm going to read you this synopsis. This is the first time of me reading a synopsis. Okay. Patterson, Adam Driver, is a hardworking bus driver in Patterson, New Jersey, who follows the same route every day. He observes the city and listens to the fragments of conversations while picking up dropping dropping off While well, picking up wait i didn't know what that said <laughs> picking up and dropping off his pass- passengers patterson also writes heartfelt poems in a notebook walks his dog drinks one beer in a bar after his shift is over waiting for him ho- waiting for him at home is laura his beloved wife oh okay <laughs> let me let me uh
1: this is such a tender film.
0: Let me let me read you off some of the um, characters, which is really there's really only three characters in this movie mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So you have Patterson, played by Adam Driver. Then Ooh-hoo. you have Laura, which is Patterson's wife, who's played by I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. Golshifteh Farahani. Say that again.
1: Golshifteh Farahani.
0: Get really close to the mic and say that. <laughs> Do it.
1: Golshifteh Farahani.
0: Okay, it's a beautiful name.
1: She's Iranian.
0: Okay, and then you have the dog Marvin who is played by Nellie.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. Those are pretty much Rest weird. in peace. Huh? He died?
1: <laughs> Nellie died. What? How? Right after this movie was <gasps> made.
0: This was his this was his final his final Her. debut? Yeah, Her? Yeah. Oh yeah, Nellie's no, sorry. She
1: was posthumously awarded like best animal performance in a film.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude, that's sad. Yeah. Well now I hate it even more. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those are your characters. So Pattison is very um introverted kind of guy. Yeah. He rides the bus, and Laura is very uh, pro- extroverted. Mm-hmm. She likes she's into a lot of different stuff. She's an artist. She's a musician, and she's she's all over the place. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I've made a new segment, sis. Okay. A new segment that we're probably gonna do every week. Oh. It's um fun facts. Ooh.
1: Yay. Uh, we're going to
0: start doing fun facts for movies. So I found a few fun facts about this movie.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Adam Driver actually got a real bus driving license. I
1: know! Isn't he, he awesome?
0: He <laughs> went through the school and got his own license.
1: Sorry, guys. I might just have to squeal just a few times.
0: Maribeth kind of likes him. I do. <laughs> okay. The poem read by the little girl yeah. that he meets was actually written by the director Whose name is... Do you know it?
1: I don't know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> Sorry. Okay.
0: Jim Jarmusch. Here, just that a That would be
1: my guess. That
0: would, would be your guess? Yeah. Well, here. I've done some research. Oh. Wow. Jim Jarmusch. Oh.
1: Jim Jarmusch.
0: There's like three different ways to say it.
1: <laughs> Jim Jarmusch. Oh. Okay.
0: So those are some ways to say it. I'm, I'm sorry if that I'm sorry if that audio doesn't sound great, but that's just the way it is. Okay, um, so the picture of on Patterson's nightstand of yes. him in the Marines, uh-huh. that's actually a real picture of Adam Driver when he was in the Marines. Yes. So I thought that was kind of cool. That's um, very cool. It's amazing. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So you remember the construction workers on the bus having that conversation?
1: That part is so funny. It's I very think that's funny. I that's hilarious.
0: Turns out that was actually a real conversation that the director overheard in a bar.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: and he remembered it because it is a really funny scene, and he put it in the movie.
1: I love that scene. It's yeah. so funny.
0: So those are some fun facts. I didn't get a whole bunch, but well, that's another segment we're going to start doing. I
1: think that's a great idea.
0: Because we, our characters really don't take a long time, so we'll just kind of like each gather some fun facts about the movie, okay. and we'll say it. good. So I kind of like that. Okay, so our themes. Yeah. <coughs> okay, well, and th- this this theme is also a question for you. Okay. Why are there two of everything? <laughs> so, throughout the whole movie, you see two of every, every person. Like, there's a person, and there's always another person right next to the person who looks exactly like that person.
1: Yeah. So, do you remember in the very first scene, when... Okay, so, for a little background for our listeners, this movie begins with Patterson and Laura waking up in the morning. Yes. And it ends with them waking yes, up. Yes,
0: because it's okay. like a, it's the movie set in a week.
1: Yes. And, it's a week in the life yeah. of these two people. Yeah.
0: And they always wake up each day and it says Monday. And sometimes
1: or she days. tells him what she dreamed about. And in that dream that she tells him in the first scene, she dreamed that they had twins.
0: Oh, I remember that. So okay.
1: From then on, Patterson just notices which makes me yeah. think the whole conversation got stuck in his head. You know, he's thinking, what if we had twins?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: you know, so now he notices every time there's twins on okay, his yeah. bus or on the sidewalk or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Although you never find out if she is actually pregnant with twins. Yeah. It does make you kind of think, oh, uh, this might be something that happens in their future.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Another thing is, a lot of, everything's in black <laughs> and white, but not really black and white. But that's the main color. Like, his wife's color, Laura, is black and white. She does Mm -hmm. everything in black and white. Mm -hmm. Now, last week, not last week, (laughs) last episode, we discussed La La Land. Mm -hmm. And what was my favorite point about La La Land? Maribeth? The color. The color. And you gave me a movie that (laughs) most of the color was black and white. Yeah. What do you have to say for yourself?
1: (laughs) Well... What I have to say for myself is from doing a lot of research about this movie, reading a lot of articles and um uh, blog posts that yeah. people have done about it, and a lot of people think that the black and white is a symbolism of how it's symbolic rather of how Patterson and Laura are opposites of each other.
0: Oh, and yet they're okay. so
1: happy with each yeah. other. There's there is harmony, mm-hmm. although you could say, wow, she really likes to spin
0: money." <laughs> yeah, a lot. Um, he's not making tons.
1: But they're both very, very supportive of each mm-hmm. other. You know, she believes in his poetry more than he believes in it. Yeah. And he's always very encouraging of whatever she wants to do mm-hmm. next.
0: Yeah. So
1: I, can... I think the the black and white is symbolic.
0: Okay, yeah, and that leads into my other thing. <laughs> There's a lot of symbolic stuff. Like Mm -hmm. the twins and the black and white and there's a whole bunch of different stuff. I mean I kinda that kinda goes along because he's a poet Mm -hmm. and he takes all those stuff. He
1: sees meaning in small things.
0: So that was another thing that I really enjoyed. Yeah. And it's just it's I don't know, it's I don't even it's kinda hard to describe.
1: It is. It's a very different movie. Like Yeah,
0: it's very different.
1: I have watched it probably four or five times now at this point. Okay. And I feel like it improves upon rewatch because you start to... When you first watch it, you're kind of like, okay, what is the plot?
0: Yeah.
1: And the more you watch it, you realize, okay, this this movie is so character-driven that there almost isn't a plot. But it's mm-hmm. the story of Patterson and Laura. Yeah. And just how they live.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they seem to be very content with... The way that they live, but yeah. and they have a small life. Yeah, they're not rich. One? They're kind of no. poor, Mm-mm. but
0: they they still enjoy it. Yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly.
0: Another thing that I'll just add on is that they're both very supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. He really supports her, and she really supports him. And that's just one of the things I. And there's
1: really no drama. Like
0: no, there's really not. They're
1: not. They don't fight. Yeah, <laughs> which I I kind of think you know probably most marriages on a normal everyday basis unless you're just completely dysfunctional are like that you yeah. know. you just kind of you you fall into your routines and you you live quietly mm-hmm. you know and i it's nice to see a movie where the husband and wife aren't fighting over something
0: yeah
1: um it's it's different, but it's nice.
0: <laughs> okay. I have some more things, but this kind of leads into our ratings. Okay. So let me just go into our ratings because we're already at 25 minutes. We're making good time. Yeah. Okay. I think even you will agree with this. It's kind of a slow movie. Oh, yes. It's pretty slow. Yeah. And I'm not a huge fan of slow movies. Yeah. I kind of get bored <laughs> and I start looking around the room and stuff I could do and just... It, it was just a slow movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. It ended uh, terribly. It was awful. Really? It was I mean, it was an awful ending.
1: Why do you think it was an awful ending? Okay,
0: so spoilers is coming up. If you haven't seen this and you don't want spoilers, stop and go watch it. And come back. So when Marvin destroys his notebook.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That he's been... All Marvin so, being the dog. Yeah, yeah. That he's put so much... All, 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 his book has all of his poems in. Mm-hmm. That he puts so much work into and Marvin destroys it. So he's so depressed. Yeah. And he meets this guy, and they have this whole conversation, and he gives him another notebook. Mm Mm-hmm. And he writes one poem that I don't even think he finished. Maybe he did. And it wakes up, and and then the scene ends, and he wakes up again, and the week started, and that's how the movie ends. I'm like, what? No. (laughs) You got to wrap it up. He didn't really... The movie maybe it's not supposed maybe it's supposed to be like that.
1: I I think so because, again, this is a movie that doesn't necessarily have a ton of plot. It is a week in the life, yes, so their life is it. continuing. The movie doesn't
0: have a ton of plot. <clears throat> that's the that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's perfect. it's a
1: very very different kind of movie. I agree with you completely. Um, yeah. I I told our mother once when she I was trying to get her to watch it with me and she did and she really enjoyed it but i told her it's a little bit like watching a wendell berry novel minus the farms yeah so wendell berry is a is a writer and he writes these very um rural farm life centric novels that tend to be very slow and focus on maybe one or two people within a community
0: yeah
1: and that's kind of like what this movie is. There really isn't meant to be anything earth shattering in it. Yeah, which mm. is a very very different from most movies, mm-hmm. especially the ones that we watch. Yeah. So,
0: so with all that being said, <coughs> I'm gonna give this movie a six.
1: Oh, okay. That's that's.
0: What actually. would you give it? Me? Yeah, Marabeth just alone, just flat out rating.
1: I'd like give it an eight.
0: An eight? Okay. Well, I'm gonna give it a six just because. I did enjoy it, but it was slow. It didn't really yeah. have a plot. It was, I just, it just wasn't my favorite movie. Look, that's favorite like, movie.
1: I was really scared you were gonna could like. Give oh, it I a, give it a minus seven and give it a two.
0: Dude, <laughs> I'm surprised for Adam Driver, he did a pretty good job.
1: Isn't it fun watching him do something completely different than what we're used?
0: To? No, dude, he looked. He was acting just like Kylo Ren to me.
1: <laughs> I didn't see him throwing anything.
0: In his mind He
1: almost threw up the cheese and Brussels sprouts pie.
0: (laughs) He almost threw up the cheese and Brussels sprout pie, and he almost threw Marvin a couple times. He
1: almost threw Marvin. I love it when, at the end, when he's, when the dog (laughs) ate the notebook, and Patterson just looks at him and goes, I don't like you, Marvin. (laughs) And it's the strongest thing that he's said to anyone in the Mm -hmm. whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was... You know, Ab- our our friend Abigail and I watched that for the yeah, first time when we were that. in Branson, and mm-hmm. uh, that was a lot of fun. And I ordered it ten minutes after we finished it.
0: Oh, really? Yep. Abigail, so what I did you think
1: of it? Oh yeah, Abigail, if you're listening, let us know what you think.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: She's considering that she sent me a Patterson themed candle for my birthday, <laughs> well, she must. Have not I think she liked liked it. must. Have <laughs> <liked
0: it. laughs> so yeah, we want to know what you say. Think. We want to know what y'all of y'all think. If y'all want to talk about it. Email us at score 20 at gmail.com.
1: I have a question. Okay. <laughs> you asked me what I would rate Patterson. What would you rate The Scorch Trials?
0: Or do you want to s- comment five. on
1: that now and want to wait and rewatch it?
0: Uh, uh, as of right now, four or five. Okay. I'll rewatch it. I might. Uh, maybe. But anyway.
1: I think I might have liked The Death Cure better than The Scorch Trials.
0: Yeah. I I, I like The Death the Cure The third better. movie. Yeah. yeah. They're not great movies, but they're they're pretty good. A well,
1: little for dystopian fiction there. They ain't too bad.
0: Hula like, yeah, Cowboy. That was fun. It was fun, considering we <laughs> almost didn't do it. Yeah. It was pretty good. I <laughs> I enjoyed that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that new segment, Fun Facts.
1: Me too. I think that was really, really fun.
0: Move I should have on. done
1: that for the... I do have a fun fact. Okay. It's actually for the death career, but not for the Scorch Trials. Hit me. Dylan O'Brien was badly injured on the set of Death Cure. Oh, really? He was um, doing a stunt, and they had him on cables, mm-hmm. you know. And he went to jump off of something, and apparently, a car, an incoming car hit
0: him. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen a gif of this. Dude, how does an incoming car hit you? They think they're like uh, I think it was block... a
1: car on the set, but it he missed he just, or something. Like, driving something, along, somebody didn't coordinate that right, dude.
0: Wouldn't it be great if you were the driver that hit Dylan O'Brien? I would love to be the driver that hit Dylan O'Brien. What if... Okay. <clears throat>
1: Apparently, like, his whole right side of his what face was
0: broken. Patterson trying to Patterson was up. driving the car that <laughs> hit Dylan O'Brien? <gasps> Fan fiction. Pa- poor Patterson. <laughs> okay, movie line, movie line. Guess the movie line. Okay. For the first time ever. Dun, 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 dun. Nobody answered the movie line. Oh. Nobody.
1: What was the movie line? So
0: the movie line was... Let me get it here... Just a moment, just a moment, just a moment, just a moment. Uh, I had it right here. Oh, come on. Come on. No! It's always the last place you look. Uh, the board is set. The pieces are moving. We come to it at last. The great battle of our time. Which is?
1: The Lord of the Rings, the return of the king.
0: Very good. Gandalf the White. Can you remember where he was when he said this? Uh,
1: Venus Steereth on good. the balcony looking out with Pippin right before Minas and Smorgul went kablooey.
0: Very good. So <laughs> I've only
1: seen it like a dozen times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, do you want another movie line? Yes, I do. Okay, come on, guys. We really need y'all to get this. Uh, if you get it, the first three people who get it will be mentioned on the movie score. So, uh, the Gmail address is themoviescore20 at gmail.com. Here we go. And we will put a link in that in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Can you see my surroundings? I can I can't see yours. It's just you. Okay. It's I didn't want to go like too hard because nobody got it, but I feel like that's a not too hard but pretty easy. I think it's a pretty good. And hey, if you can't get it, Google it. I don't care.
1: I just Okay, whatever.
0: Okay, yeah. Do you know it us?
1: Yeah, I know it.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get out of here, dude. Okay. Until we meet again. We Until gotta, we
1: meet again.
0: we got to figure out what we're going to do next time.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll fi- we'll figure something out, then.
0: Yeah. I think I've said everything I need to say. I don't think we have any more announcements. I think we're good.
1: It all sounded good. Y'all I... guys are
0: great. We love y'all. If Y'all would be so kind as to write a review, rate it, tell a friend about it, <laughs> tell a cherished loved one about it. <laughs> Write graffiti on the New York streets about it. Oh, wow. I don't care what you do. Hire Banksy. We love (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Write it on Patterson's bus. Hmm. Listen to the movie score.
1: Yep. And and don't get bitten by a
0: crank. Dun, 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 dun. Bye. Bye. (laughs) You always end laughing.